welcome once again to Cortana's Communiques, the Halo podcast, a weekly podcast that discusses the television series Halo on Paramount+. Plus. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in U.S. of A., and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you, sir? I'm fine. I'm on spring, spring break. How are you doing? Uh, good, good. Yeah, our spring break is the following week for our, us kids. Um, so I'll be I'll be in New York City in two New York weekends. City. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see see Lola Kirk, from, uh, the actress and uh, musician. Um, and uh, I just heard another voice from the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. No. <laughs> that's, that's not right. You're right. That's that, that's that's a from another podcast. I mean, the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how's it going, sir? Good. Excellent. And in the Canadian province of Alberta? Peace. It's Sean, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Excellent. Yep. Very good. So uh, for folks who have stumbled upon us, besides being uh, a podcast that talks weekly about each episode of the Halo television series, uh, which we are number two on Stitcher. So that's that's pretty good. Uh, wow. Yeah, not bad at all. But uh, either way, uh, we are part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. It's a network where you uh, can uh, listen to numerous podcasts, including this one, as well as the original Dark Discussions podcast, which is uh, just about to be 12 years old. And uh, so we're here to oh, – actually, is it 12 years? Maybe it's 11. I, I don't even remember. But it's been long a long ass time. Yeah, I think it's I think it's eleven, right, Mike? Yeah, I think it's eleven. Is it twenty eleven? Now we're coming on to twelve. We started in twenty eleven. Gotcha. All right, so there you go. So we're about to hit twelve. You're in your twelfth year, though. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. So we'll be fully twelve years in April. Oh, it is April. Yeah. So so yeah. So we are twelve years. Yeah. Well, we're twelve years in like next week. Uh, but either way, uh, you can email us at darkdiscussions.aol.com, and we will read your email on the podcast. Uh, so if you have any uh, opinions, comments, thoughts about anything Halo-related, please email us at darkdiscussions.aol.com, or just go to darkdiscussions.com and press the Contact Us link on the menu, and you can email us that way as well. Uh, also, make sure to put in the title or subject uh, Halo or Cortana or anything related to Halo and uh, then we'll know it's for this podcast. Uh, so far uh, I don't believe we've had any emails though I, I honestly haven't been able to check the past four days. Uh, but um, you can uh, go to that website and it'll be pretty cool because you can see all sorts of stuff like I said the, the podcast. Also uh, Sean what else can people find on that uh, website? Okay, uh, I'm going to try and do it as good as Eric, but probably not. Uh, so what you can find on the darkdiscussions.com is you can also find the Patreon button, which is a nice way for listeners who are enjoying all the hard work and content you guys provide every week, uh, an option to support the podcast, because again, you guys are doing this all for free, and I'm pretty sure you have expenses. And the Patreon is a nice way that we can do a little donation each month, that will help some of the costs and in turn we get a chance to have a movie that we would like watched put in a raffle and every quarter one of those movies will get picked and get to be done as a review and what happens is for every five dollars you donate you get to have a movie choice each month so the more money you're able to 
contribute, the more movies and chances you have to have movies picked for you. So anyways, it's nice to be able to support the podcast and be able to get rewarded as well. Indeed, indeed. And uh, we do this for your listening pleasure for free. So all the expenses are out of pocket. And one good thing about those movie choices are that they don't just disappear. Uh, They stay in um, the spreadsheet and are part of the random pick each month. Uh, So even if you donate only $10 and you choose two films or the same film twice, those two picks will remain in the pot until it gets pulled out. So... So what was it? Because you did the Patreon poll in the last Dark Discussions episode. It was like 452? Uh, yeah, and we had, yep, exactly, exactly. And number and 69. And the choice was number 69, yes. Yes. We'll always yeah. remember. Uh, beyond, beyond the Black Rainbow is the film that will be a Patreon pick, part of the Dark Discussions podcast, uh, which you can find weekly on our network. Uh, this Supposedly podcast, it's going to be a very interesting movie. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, this podcast here, Cortana's Communiques, can be found on two different feeds. It can be found on its own feed, wherever podcasts are found, as well as on the website itself. Or you can uh, f- also get this podcast as part of the Dark Discussions podcast feed as well. Um, all right. So it's pretty much uh, the house cleaning. So I think we can probably uh, get into our uh, topic tonight. But, ah, oh, shoot, we have to start all over. Not just getting it's April Fool's. I, a, a little weak. A little late. Mm. I, uh, more than a little. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's over a week. Yeah, I know. Anyway, yeah, for folks who are curious, today is uh, April 11th, 2022, uh, that we're recording this. Uh, we usually try to get these episodes out the first Monday after each episode is is uh, released on Thursdays, uh, but the next three weeks, including uh, next week's episode, will be on Tuesday because uh, due to Easter holiday and a couple other things, like I said, I'll be in New York City on one of those weeks, and then uh, co-host Sean will also be at a convention uh, in two weeks from now, so the next three weeks uh, we'll be releasing episodes on Tuesdays, uh, so uh, don't be alarmed. Um, all right, so let's get into our episode tonight. Uh, tonight's episode uh, is called Emergence, which was episode three of the um, show, uh, directed by a different director than the prior two episodes. Otto Bathurst directed the last two episodes, but Roll. Rene uh, directed this one. He's a, a Dutch filmmaker. Uh, Kyle Killen and Steve Kane, the two showrunners of this season, uh, wrote all three episodes so far. Um, so um, I guess we can go do a round table and discuss uh, what we each thought about the episode, and then we'll get into anything and everything, because anybody who's listening to this podcast probably has already seen the, the show and just wants uh discussion and opinions and, and whatnot uh so uh, let's start with you mike what's uh, your thought on episode three emergence uh i'd say meh um I, I think it's my least favorite of the three it's not bad by any means it is a um it feels like a necessary podcast meaning uh, not podcast necessary episode by which I mean it's like um, I don't want to filler, but it's kind of getting the work of moving us along and moving us to the next main story beat, and it does kind of orient 
three or four of our main characters in a particular direction for, I'm hoping, next week's episode. I didn't find anything terribly surprising here. I, there was one new thing that I thought was kind of neat. I am a little confused as to uh, what uh, the Covenant girl is up to because it's a weird-ass plan um, from what I've seen so far. Um, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see where it's going. I, it wasn't horrible, but it's just kind of like, okay, I knew we were going this way. And, and it's just making it, you know, just connecting the dots to get us to that point. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, let's go with you, Sean. Okay. Um, before I start, Phil, is it possible to mention the video that you had forwarded me about the Halo timeline? Of course. We're going to talk about anything related to, to uh, Halo, so sure, absolutely. That's, so that's... before I get into the, this episode, for anyone who is wanting to get a clear idea of what's going on in the Halo series, uh, Phil had sent me a video from YouTube from H channel diehard gg and it's the complete story timeline and lore of halo through the infinite game and it clarified a whole lot of stuff um it is an hour watch but it is worth it because if you want to get a better clearer picture of what is actually going on he does a really good job so shout out to him and to anybody who wants to check that out it is very informative so um as for the episode three I'm kind of like Mike, where it was not great. It wasn't terrible. Um, there are some, a couple of cool things that were in there, a couple of things that I had to clarify with you offline, <laughs> and then with that video that I watched. Um, but, yeah, I say it's just like Mike was saying, it's more just carrying things along, trying to get us from point A to point B. So, All right, sounds good. Um, what about you, Bert? Um, I liked about as much as the second episode. Um, I enjoyed the Cortana stuff um, and that kind of melding happening in this episode. That was probably my favorite part. Um, the plan to go back to the planet. Yeah, that seems really stupid to me, too. Um, and with Mike on that, <laughs> he didn't say stupid, but I'm saying stupid. Um, and yeah, it was overall an OK episode. I still like the first one the most so far. All right. Sounds good. Um, yeah, for me, um, I actually um, like this episode the best of the three, actually. Um, and again, it's it's about 70% of the episode because uh, the Quan, Sarin storyline, I have no interest in. I think it's a waste of time. But um, to see Cortana for the first time, um, and uh, the interactions between her and the Master Chief, uh, learning a little more about what's going on with Halsey um, and her plan. Also, I enjoyed tremendously the Master Chief um, scenes where he begins to have feelings again. Uh, we'll discuss that and how that happened. Um, so... Oddly, um, I actually liked it a lot, and, and again, it, it it may be like you said, Barrett, that the Cortana stuff was was really good. So um, yeah, I want to say that I agree. With that I like this episode a lot, but it just was brought down a bit by that whole Quan story. Um, I just didn't find it necessary, and I wasn't interested in it. 
Yeah, and I believe uh, Sean offline, you you said the same thing to me too that the quad yes. stuff yeah, <laughs> is, is is just not necessary. It's like a side story nobody cares about because we want to know about Master Chief and we want to know about the biggest plot. You know what I mean? So unless right. they can wrap it in nicely, it's just going nowhere for me. Yeah, yeah, and we'll talk about that. I'll be curious what your thoughts are on that too, Mike. Um, so uh, yeah, so that's our feelings. Um, so I guess we can probably uh, get into. Uh, anything and everything and talk various things about the episode and such. Um, there, there is some curiosities I wanted to bring up. And one, one I, I mentioned to uh, uh, Sean offline, which was I felt was a big flaw uh, about episode one, where they were all surprised and didn't know what the elites were and the, and the alien covenant was when they were invaded on the Madrigal. And yes. this this is because, as me and Sean were discussing offline, they had TV and they watched the UNSC and the government television and the news all the time. And the war has been going on for a few years now because uh, the timeline is near the like the wars has been going on for a bit. So for them not to know who the covenant was 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 just strange. Well, it's strange too because, like, when you're looking at the timeline, if the like for, for what I was looking at offline, the Human Covenant War started in 25 or 25, you know, 25, 25. So, and this series is supposed to be set in the same year as all the games, or roughly, and it's supposed to be 25, 52. So, it would seem odd that no one would have heard of that in 20 years or so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, and. Uh, it appears that this this war has been going on for that amount of time, or at least a good portion of that time, in the season, you know, the series. Uh, you know, we're we're starting in the middle of the war, not like out of the blue these aliens invade. Um, also, another weird thing well, about this. Yeah, go on. Right. I have a question. So, weren't like Master Chief and those guys created for that war? I don't know enough about the background. Yeah, but, um, it may be a stupid question, but no, no. <laughs> From what I got, the idea was that they were actually initially created to deal with the human insurrection stuff. Right. But I think that they also then are like a very necessary weapon to have against the Covenant. So it's just, you know, they just become an all-purpose thing for taking out tough, tough situations. Right, right. Yeah, almost like special forces. Yeah, yeah, I, or something. yeah. I just get the sense that this is. I mean, I I don't get the sense that it's a full fledged war. Um, that it's probably since it's been twenty years, skirmishes here or there, but they're just wiping out colonies along the way when they do run into them. Um, I don't think that there's their intent. I think they're looking for their yeah, artifacts. That's right. Well, the Covenant though are trying to wipe out humans because they see them as the heretics. Right, right, but their main so goal do- oh. is, the, is, I think, is what Mike's saying is that they want to find the artifacts because that will lead to the halos, which then they can just pull up everything. Right. Yeah, I don't think. I don't. A, yeah. I don't think that they're hunting down humanity, trying to exterminate humanity. They're exterminating them when they find them, but I think their goal is to hunt down the artifact. Right, right, and and hunt that, and so when they come across humans. That's when they they exterminate. But I don't think that this is a thing like there's a, you know, a raging war uh, as we would normally define it. Um, that's that because that's how you keep it on the QT, right? 
Uh, and it would make sense that the Earth government wouldn't say anything because then suddenly, you know, that exposes a weakness and also gives leverage to the colonies in rebellion. Well, and that's the thing is that they they don't explain enough in this show to let us know if that's the case, Mike. I mean, that, that's a fair assumption. Well, but... the fact that the colonists didn't know anything about these things, nobody said, oh, it's the covenant. Yeah, it was weird, I felt, because yeah. they so, watch TV. So, they watch yeah, TV. So I, yeah, news. so I, I assume that it's not being covered. Yeah, I guess so. So maybe I mean, it's a secret secret war kind of, like, it's a cold war, but it's not. <laughs> but it would be kind of weird, though, right? Because if, if you know, the Covenant hits a, a human colony or finds a human colony and destroys it to well, cover up something like that. they'd know what the Covenant are, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I, my oh, only if anyway. it's a public war, right? But but if if the covenant take out, like say they take out um, uh, the moon, say the moon had a bunch of people on there, the government has to say, well, they were. I mean, may, maybe maybe we're gonna find out next week when they go to this new planet that the virus really wasn't a virus and it was the covenant that killed them all. And they were just saying it was a virus. I, I, I don't know, but it's kind of hard to, I would think to cover up an entire wipe out of a colony, but that was done by the covenant. But again, that's fair, Mike. It's just that, um, that uh, again, we're both we're you're assuming as much as we're assuming, right? I mean, there, there's nothing in the show that has ex- explained whether or not the war is well known or not. Well, except for the fact that the the only civilians we've interacted with don't seem to know what's going on. Right. So that that's so I have to take that um, at face value. Right, that it's not just, oh, look, here's a civilian who just hasn't paid attention to the news in 20 years. Um, <laughs> they never taught about this in, in her history class. Um, so that that's my guess. And they mentioned that this is a, based on tonight's episode, that this isn't a thing that has like, you know, a dozen colonies. It has hundreds. Yeah. So if you lose a colony here or there and you chalk it up to... Uh, these were colonies that were taken out through rebellion that because they were being rebellious, right? Or, or a disease, like like on this planet. Or a disease. Although I also wouldn't be shocked if we were to find out the flood. Yeah, that's what I was. Thinking. No, I was thinking that no. you know I wouldn't be shocked if this would turn out to be, um, uh, that <laughs> that it was the UN that actually did it in order to get right. get uh, subjects for the experiment. Right, right. Yeah, so I said what you're saying. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, because they're definitely making the UNSC look nefarious for sure. <laughs> um, the the one thing that I was curious about this episode here uh, is is um, uh, the Lek Golo, which are the worms, and the thing that is curious if you aren't familiar with the games. And even myself, which hadn't played uh, Halo for about four years or so until um, this week when I, when I started playing Halo 6. Um, 
you may not even know what those worms were because they were never introduced earlier in episode one or two. So it could be confusing to a lot of folk. Those definitely seemed Cthulhu-like. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I think there's a scene just like when she's doing, she's about to do her secret plan where they show like a, in the side, it's like a glimpse of a hunter, which is what the Legolo combined to make. And then they have like this other name that I might even attempt to pronounce, but they're like coming out of the suit and then go along with her to, to do their job or whatever. But that's where I think when I off, offline, Phil, I talked with you about the trailer a, a week or two ago, thinking that was the flood because I had no right. idea about the Same Legolo. Um, yeah. and I so then when I the- looked it up and saw it, then I'm like, oh, okay, so this makes a little bit more sense. And then when you understand they're like a, they have like a hive mind, so when they combine together, they become stronger and smarter and more dangerous. And that's why. Like Voltron. They, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? What's that? I'm not familiar with that reference. Oh, it's lions or cars that combine together to make a massive robot. Oh, you mean Transformers? No. no. <laughs> yeah, the Transformers did the same thing with like the Predacons and the Destructicons and stuff. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's yeah. combined. But so they, these... oh, what, what are you referring to? Is it a show? The show, yeah. Yes, Voltron, same time. Cartoon. Oh, Voltron. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that show. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, but anyway, sorry, Sean, continue. Oh, so it's just this idea that, like, the way they exist and the way that they combine together makes them the weapon, and then that's how they combine to make the hunters, which are, like, very – in the games, I'm assuming they're very difficult to take down. Uh, yeah, and, unless you have grenade launches or something. They yeah. looked impossible in the show, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, the, the thing, the problem I felt with the show though was, is that uh, we're, if if you're not familiar with the Halo universe, you'd be completely confused with, with yes. what they were. I, I, I wasn't. I I wasn't I, confused. I just thought they were some kind of monster that she has control over. That's part of the Covenant. Right, yeah, that's just, it was, yeah, it was just an alien weapon. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. But you know, I might not know what the the real story is on them, but that's what I just assumed from watching it and not knowing. Gotcha. Well, I'm just speaking from my point where I thought it was because when I saw that initial clip in the trailer, I thought it was the flood. So I'm like, why the hell is the flood walking with her? Right, right. In that sequence, and that's when I had to look it up and, and actually get the whole explanation of what was going on. So that was. I'm speaking from my perspective of why I was like, like what was going on kind of thing. So, yeah. And from mine, I don't know much about the flood other than what you guys have told me. So I'm totally clueless. So to me, it was just another monster. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, so it's two different perspectives. Uh, yeah. Folks who just assumed it was uh, another weapon or a creature that worked with the covenant or were controlled by the covenant and the other perspective, which is, who are they and where did they come from and, and why weren't they introduced earlier? So, you know, it's, it's either way you could look at yep. it. Um, sure. All right. So let's, let's talk about anything and everything. Where do we want to start? Uh, what do we want to talk about? Anybody? If you're not, uh, I can um, yes, go on. Mike. Well, let's start. Let's, let's hit Cortana because that's really the, the focus episode. of the episode. Yeah, yep. sure. All right, so um, Katana, actually, um, they reinvented her in this show to look more like Weapon. And uh, for folks who don't know who Weapon is, Weapon is another AI similar to Cortana. 
um, that is in game uh, uh, the, the Halo game uh, six, which is a Halo Infinite, I think it's called. And then I think Weapon is also in game five, but I haven't played game five. Um, but Weapon kind of looks like that, while Cortana looks um, similar, but a little different. But they decided to make her look like Weapon. Um, now, Do you have any guesses as to why they would have done that? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's the same reason why um, the Scarlet Witch uh, in Marvel or Aladdin in the live action, um, they're, they're, not, they're trying to make them uh, less male gaze, I think. Ah, that's, gotcha. that's all I can think of. That's all I can think of, yeah. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Well, you know, whether, whether that's good or bad, that's you know, debatable. But I think that that's was kind of alluded to when, when they came out and talked about the Marvel and the Disney. So it wouldn't surprise me if Halo was just following the same route. Um, so, yeah, so Cortana um, is created from the, the clone, which was kind of interesting. Yeah, they basically burned her whole brain out and just took like a little essence of it to make Cortana. You're right, right. Yeah, it was a little creepy. Um, it I mean, was I, very creepy. <laughs> yes. I, first of all, I liked, I don't know if it was makeup or CGI, what they did to give you this look of a freshly formed Dr. Halsey. Yeah. Right. Um, and by the way, it, I did mention, mean to well, mention hairless this. Hairless, too. Hairless. Hairless. I did mean to mention this last week. I thought it was interesting that they had men- made a mention of, because um, they talked about cloning. I like the fact that they mentioned specifically uh, they use the term flash cloning, which I assumed meant, um, like, if you make a clone, you're basically making, through at least what we consider current methods, you would basically be making your identical twin X number of years earlier as a newborn, right? They're just your identical twin, fleshy, uh, freshly formed, and, you know, with no memories or anything like that. You don't get something yeah. like Mike, out of was, uh, the sixth day, what, you know? What was that? Oh right, right. It's it's more like the um that movie with oh. Ewan McGregor and and Scarlett Johansson. Oh, what was that one called? The Island. The Island. island. The Island. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you're so the idea that they specify it's flash cloning, which would imply some sort of sped up process. You get an adult version of Doctor Halsey, and then we assume that they did something to give her some memories, but she's still aware she's a clone, right? She says, uh, I assume I was created for uh, organ harvesting or something to that effect. Right, that's what she said, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Um, so I kind of appreciated that. Which, which is what The Island was, that movie, right? It was organ harvesting. Right. A spoiler, alert, but it's a 20-year-old movie now. Anyway, continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I just thought that was interesting. So this is a, so that's apparently the process that's at work here. Um, and then all of that just to kill her off to get us to Cortana. Well, and it makes it more, it tells you that they're a little more morally flexible in this society if they're willing to make these flash clones that are actually aware because she talked to her. You know, that makes it a little more, I have more of a moral issue with that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, it's like, like the island, right? Where they're using the clone for scientific purposes even though they're technically a life form now right with exactly. their own consciousness and and yeah. again I'm, i mean and the, the joke on dark discussions podcast is our robots 
uh, alive or not. And here it's different because it is, it's not mechanical. It's actually people that have just been cloned. So it's DNA and all that other stuff. So it is, um, I guess, questionable maybe. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the clone seemed very, seemed okay with it, but I don't know if everybody's clone would be. <laughs> right. And she, but she did seem sad too. Yeah. 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 I was going to throw two creepy things that happened in that sequence. Number one, the assistant trying to look, looking like he was going to try and <clears throat> have relations with her. Yes. <laughs> that was horrendous. <laughs> like I yeah. can't get the doctor, so I'll take the next best thing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, this, if this was like an R rated show or, or, or something like that, they would have had her, had him like, fill her up or something but but um yeah there's a little (laughs) the hint of it was controversial um yeah the hint was definitely enough but then but then the second thing is they always have to go for the eye you always got to show something getting stabbed in that eye i know (laughs) why did they go through the eye to get to the brain i guess it's the easiest way or i don't know well yeah well you still have to get through socket right because you still have i don't no idea how thick the the uh the bone is in the eye socket as compared to the back of the cranium or the top yeah, of the cranium. Exactly. Um, but they didn't even use painkiller. And no. <laughs> and I know they said they have to uh, make sure she's awake and alert. But since I go through this every six weeks, uh, I can let you know that you can get a painkiller on your, your eye with, <laughs> that does not render you mentally uh, numb. It just it's like getting a, a, a local anesthetic. I want to know why she needed to be aware. <laughs> uh, for whatever reason, uh, just because it's crueler, I guess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it seemed like. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think the, um, them showing the, the eye scene, that was pretty freaky. And and then they showed the, the spine scene, too, with the when they implanted Cortana into Master Chief. Um, I, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting them to actually show it. I thought they were going to pull away. No, they showed it apparently. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you don't get that. Um, yeah, it's. I, I know people that like my wife that doesn't have uh, that does not like needles. I can imagine that that's going to be a difficult scene for a lot of people. Right. Yeah, I'm not right. a fan of needles either. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I, I um, aren't too bad with needles, but to see it go into the eye, that that, that was pretty tough. Pretty tough. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, that guy was creepy. I, I don't know why they had that side plot, um, unless they're that was like a Chekhov's gun for him to like maybe betray betray. Halsey later when he gets rejected by her or something. I don't, I don't know. Uh, or did they just want to show how morally corruptible all these people are? I, I am hoping they do something with him later because um, I, I can't – it would be really cheesy to do this with without <laughs> – Not have a- Payoff <laughs> without right, without having this to to add like the one element of this character that is worth noting is that he's a perv. 
<laughs> and and I I get that there don't I mean that that would happen and if uh anybody watches Westworld, you know, we we get that um the idea that you have people playing <laughs> with the um uh, with the it's a synth, with the synthetics uh for sexual gratification. So it's a thing. I get that it's a thing. I just that that that's kind of the point of them. Is that they're, they're pleasure droids or pleasure robots? Right. Whatever. Right. 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 Just just matured body. <laughs> yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So so that's why I'm thinking, Mike, that it's a checkoff gun. That um that that scene was there for us to remember him, know what type of human being he is, and something's going to come up later in the, the season, I would think. But I don't know. I don't know. Otherwise, it was just a weird, beat. a weird, a weird, creepy thing to put in to make it weird and creepy, which is which, which was really, uh, it's already a weird and creepy scene, right? With the clone, with the way that right. they do the clone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just can't. I just, I, I hate to think that they just put it in there for that purpose alone. Without right. eventually following up on who this character is later. Sure, sure. Yeah. I would say that this is leaning to more horror in the different episodes with these aspects. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole um, uh, UNSC ship getting taken out, that was pretty pretty uh, horrific. Um yeah, and you got to see how powerful that woman is. I mean, and she's like pretty determined and strong. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I, I thought there was one flaw in that too, was that she didn't get shot by any bullets. I would have thought yeah, that nothing. Was, yeah, you know, when everybody was going nuts and they immediately knew that she it was a trap, I thought they would have shot her too. But and, and she was just walking straight she ahead, not worried confident. about yeah, yeah, not worried that a bullet, a stray bullet would hit her, you know. And again, she's just human. So I just assume they all turned into stormtroopers and had their accuracy. Yeah, <laughs> that may be true. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So let's see. Uh. Yes. Yeah, so let's start talking more about Cortana. So Cortana um is implanted, and she's very loyal to Halsey. Um, but Halsey keeps on telling her to act as if she's more friends with Master Chief than anyone else, uh, because Halsey wants to get her to be, have, uh, Master Chief have confidence in Cortana, because obviously then, since quote unquote Cortana is kind of sort of supposed to be really, uh, a tool for Halsey. Um, she can then get information that she otherwise wouldn't get. Now, my guess, especially based off of uh, the games and how they're going to be so close together, Cortana and Master Chief, that Cortana will eventually choose loyalties to the Master Chief instead of Halsey. And well, and I was going to say, they kind of gave up the the idea that she can actually not do what he says. 
he thought she was just a tool that he was going to be able to use. And already in this episode, she showed her own will because Halsey has her not help him or something like that. I can't remember exactly what happened, but yeah, well, what, what it was is, uh, whenever her master chief wanted to do something, uh, Cortana didn't want to do it and she would only do it without, the, with permission from Halsey. But yeah. also when he's talking to the other Spartans and Marines, Cortana just shows up without permission and he can't just keep her out of the picture. Uh, she's her, his, I, I guess she's her own entity. Um, and as a result, he doesn't control her either. So, well, and if we get back to that spine thing that he removed that made him get feelings back. Now, one of his people saw that happening. Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming that's going to become a bigger issue, like between him and his people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there was no reason for her um, to notice this or see this happen, where basically there's just the, the little... Um, uh, I guess mood or, or, or emotion suppressor was removed uh, by having a Spartan or a Marine or whatever she was see this happening and Cortana helping as well kind of is again has to be a Chekhov's gun, right? Because yeah. why else would they have that scene unless it doesn't, unless it comes back to make a, an important plot point later in the season. Well, and when Cortana appeared with Master Chief in front of the other Spartans, they did not seem pleased with the results, and they signed, like kind of gave him the side eye about it. So, you know, like, are they going to think he's compromised? I think they may a little bit because they were sh- shocked that Cortana was with him, first of all. And second of all, they saw how independent she was and that he didn't control her too, right? Yeah. So that may make him be suspect to them. I don't know. But before that, they were just saying how they'll follow him anywhere, you know? <laughs> well, you have to say that. And the right next scene is do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my problems with with this, with any time you do a story about humans with no emotions, it's really hard to do it well because humans are emotional creatures. It's hard for and, and, and actors in particular tend to think with their emotions. Their whole training is always to do emotional things, react emotionally. And, you know, if they're not if their emotions are deadened, as they're supposed to be. You know, it's just weird that they get discomforted by things in the same way. Exactly right? what I was thinking, yes. Um, but this is going all the way back, at least, to Mr. Spock in the original Star Trek, where for a character that was supposed to have, you know, suppressed his emotions, he was often very emotional. Um, it was, yeah, it was because uh, he was cursed being half-human, wasn't it? Yeah, but if it's not, yeah, that's, no. a, that's a whole different argument. It's, it's very, very hard to do it. <laughs> Properly. That was their excuse for anything was that he was half human. So if he showed emotions, let you know, we can just say that's his half human side. Right. <laughs> so it's it's really hard to do, and it's also hard when you do do it well. Then it's hard to get the character to be someone that the audience will relate to, um, because nobody likes a character who's completely cold and emotionless. 
so it's it's a it's 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 a rough way to go. Um, if but um, I don't know. It's other than that, you know, the idea that these characters are supposed to be emotionless and they clearly are showing emotion. You could say maybe it's muted compared to what they would have had otherwise. Nobody freaked out. Um, or flipped out on him. Uh, I don't know. It's in the game. Does Cortana have a habit of just appearing in front of you? I didn't remember that. Um, I, you know what? By the time we meet her, she is pretty loyal to the master chief in the games. In other words, they, they're like a team and, and there's even almost like a, a kind of a love story between them. So, when she does appear, a lot of times she'll she'll just speak to him while you know you're doing stuff, but um, she doesn't like act how she did in in this episode here, where she just appeared without permission in front of all the the other Marines, and they said you know whatever. So uh, by the time the games are, pretty much everybody knows she's with him and that they're best friends. So I, I okay, I just I yeah. just find it okay, the the I I don't mind it that she appears to him. I think it's weird that she actually manifests outside of him. Well, you that, know that she, others can see her. Well, that's the thing. In in the game, what happens is there's usually little he he has this little thing in his hand that he can put down, and then she'll appear there, and then there's places uh, throughout. Um, the game, uh, like where AIs are supposed to appear, and she'll appear there. But I, I don't remember uh, in any of the games that she just appeared out of thin air uh, without having a mechanical or electrical device to allow her to appear. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's like a holographer. Exactly, like a hollow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a holograph, and she needs a, at least my understanding, based off of my playing the games, she needs um, some sort of electrical or computer device to appear. And then anybody can see her when she does appear, but it's not like she just appears out of thin air, you know, like she did in this 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 episode i thought that i was confused when that happened like when she first appeared for halsey and there was no like device there on the floor i was like oh that's weird and she also can appear at all different sizes too so she can appear uh small and then she can appear human size as well depending on the game too <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, what it is, is it's it's in the game. There's like these there's these little like um, um, stands that you know look like you know you would put a statue on top of, and those stands are really just for the AIs to appear, and they'll appear there, and so they're only like you know Princess Lair. Uh, hologram you know something like that size i'm thinking that they wanted to just make it easy instead of having a device and it's kind of like star trek where pretty much the holograph can appear anywhere on the ship because there's the whatever around wherever you know this technology is throughout the ship so he's able to appear everywhere and not having to actually have some device in the show that he has to rely on probably made it easier and and i kind of wish they i don't know is is that where the technology is 500 or 
years or so in the future is that the holograms look like they've been rendered with Xbox technology. <laughs> I know that it didn't look quite as good as I thought it should look. I agree with that. I, I mean, ideally you'd want it to look like a real person. Um, but I also understand they want to capture the look of the, um, Video games, of the video game, but uh, you know they don't use like CGI armor for Master Chief, right? I mean, so that he looks exactly like he does in the game. They 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 use real armor built around CGI, and I don't see why they couldn't just make her up to look like Cortana, except for the fact, I guess, that they're using a different actress's voice. Um, actually, they're using Car- the the game's girl's voice, the the woman that plays her in the game they're using her voice but okay and it's, it's actress, I have no idea the actress that's playing her though in the show is the same actress that is Halsey the, the Halsey is playing her physical form yeah yeah the same actress so uh, whoever the actress is that plays Halsey I forget the name of the woman uh, she's also playing Cortana so she's playing two roles but she doesn't use her voice for Katana. They're using the girl, the woman from the game. Okay. Yeah. And that was like some of the complaints is like, why didn't they do that with Master Chief too? You know, so when he puts his helmet on, his voice changes to the actor. Well, this is why, game. because it's easier to, because she's doing, I guess, CGI mocap. Um, and they're not, and clearly that is not, uh, that is not Master Chief. Like that's, that's not the actress, right? That is, playing Cortana. Unless you count the thing that was in the makeup and the the clone. What actress? The, the actress? The, that's not Halsey. Right, but it's the same actress that 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 I think is doing the, the motion capture for Halsey. Right, but I'm saying so they're not doing, but they weren't going to do Master Chief through, through motion capture. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. As okay. as a when he's out of armor as a human, right, 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 right. Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing is is that you know he's he never he's never out of armor once in in the in the game. So that's a, that's obviously a change. So yeah, that's a fair point, Mike. Um, but yeah, I'll be curious to see if Cortana, like when they're on the ring, and for folks who don't know what what happens on the Halo, some of the Halo is outdoors, so it's like. Elysium, that movie Elysium, where it's like a planet. So it's a it's a ring, but on the inside of the ring is a landscape. So there's plants and animals and and mountains and things like that. It'll be curious to see if Cortana can just appear there too. You know what I'm saying? Or or is it just because she's in the ship where they have this this technology where she can just appear anywhere? I don't know. But if they do have her just appear anywhere, anywhere, then it's probably what you said, Barrett, which is just to make it easier to have the character um, there instead of just a a floating voice. Well, and probably more fun for them so they can make her be more independent. Right, right. Yeah, and again, this is a... um, a TV show. I mean, a, a, even though a video game is is a visual uh, um, entertainment, just as television is a visual entertainment. Um, 
if the TV show is just there for us to watch, then maybe it's more interesting to actually see Cortana all the time instead of just a floating voice, too. Yeah. Now, I'm curious. Um, so, in real life, besides being a character in the video game, uh, Cortana is the uh, digital assistant for Microsoft. The same way you have Siri and Sure. And so forth. Is that using the same voice? Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I, I haven't. I never used Cortana for Microsoft, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. So it's a good okay, question. So I'm just wondering if this the reason they're using the actress isn't to make the game fan gamer fans happy, but no, no. The reason I actually I uh, think I read where why they're using the voice actress is because she has um, mastered the character so well that they felt by just using her voice, you know, the same actress that plays her in all the video games would be uh, make the character um, the same and unique character that she was in the video games. If that makes sense. In, in other words, why train someone to learn this character when we already have someone that, that knows how to do this character. Mike, I think on your question, I think Jan Taylor does the voice for the Cortana Microsoft thing. Okay, so she, she so I just looked does. it up. So. It's pretty huh, cool. Well yeah, it is pretty cool. So good for her. She gets more work. <laughs> yeah. I, I know she, she, even though she did the voice for the games, she at one time disowned it. Disowned doing it because, you know, similar to like William, uh, not William Schechter, uh, Leonard Nimoy with Spock, you know, one of those type of things. And and then she started embracing it um, uh, maybe about two or three years ago. Enough and money so, can do that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the cycle of I've well, got... She could, she could make a fortune at conventions, too, I'm sure, you know. Yeah, I've, yeah. Gotten, I've got some success. Yeah. I can now go do other things. And then she finds out Oh, all anybody wants to do is hire me for this, and I can't get any jobs. Suddenly, they all they find I really appreciate this now because I can, like I said, make money conventions. I can continue to milk this role, yeah. and I am not breaking out of my typecasting. So, if I'm going to be stuck with this, might as well make the most of it. I may as well make yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah. um. Oh, yeah, like Spark, like Leonard Nimoy. Like Leonard Nimoy, like like look like a Patrick Stewart, right? He's going, he's gone back to do a Picard show. Yeah. Um, if you and I remember when Next Generation went off the air, the people that wanted to the end were Patrick Stewart and Brent Spiner because they knew they could get jobs elsewhere. Pretty much everybody else on the show right, right. didn't want it to end. They're like, hey, can we do uh, the the Adventures of Captain Riker? Because I want to continue to work with my face in front of the camera and right, no, right. no, but, you can't. Right. Right. No. And that, that happens to pretty much all television shows where there's only one or two people that make it out if, if they even do. Um, but um, for uh, this, this role here. Yeah. I mean, um, the, the character is kind of iconic, at least for fans of video games. And, you know, if this series takes off, 
um, then then Kirk Hanna could become like a a huge character, um, similar to like you know any any you know name name a name a character from any TV show that is popular. So you never know. Well, if you can, I mean, the problem being, you know, this is it's the nature of the market, right? Is that when your show is a streaming series on Paramount Plus, which is you know what. After certainly after Netflix, certainly after Amazon Prime, probably after Disney Plus, Hulu, and, and HBO Max. So is it maybe our sixth or seventh largest streaming network that people right. have to pay to watch? Right. Um, and that's not counting, you know, all the other other things. It's not available to the best of my knowledge on any other platform. Right? It's not on Showtime, is it? No, no, uh, uh, it's just on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Okay, because I know it's a Showtime produced series. It says that in the credits. Well, the Showtime is Paramount. They're the same company. Right, but it's not on the Showtime channel. Right, right. It was originally supposed to be, and then when all the Star Treks and science fiction stuff took off on Paramount Plus, they decided to make it a, a Paramount Plus show. Instead and, of, and because more people have Paramount Plus than, than Showtime. Okay, and if they can make money that way, that's that's great for making money. But in terms of uh, which I wrote about years ago, and I think we've talked about, you know, you start losing that that water cooler culture. You start losing that common cultural touchstone where people could just say, "Oh yeah, hey, did you see that episode last night?" Or everybody knows, um, everybody knows Kramer, right? Or everybody knows. Uh, um, I don't know. Let's no spot, yeah, well, right, right? Right, right, right. The, the, the first example, Kramer's good enough, but yeah, continue. So, yeah, you lose that. How, I mean, can she become a breakout character with anything but a very tiny niche audience? Well, it depends, right? It depends if they make movies and, and all this other stuff, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, like you know, uh, Black Panther it was a nobody until they made a movie. You know, um, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch was a nobody until they started making movies. You know, so into the galaxy were geek yeah nobodies characters. yeah they were nobodies until they started making movies right. So it's possible if if you know Halo takes off if this gets well received season two is already coming there's a chance that she could break out. I mean she she and Master Chief are pretty huge characters again in the gaming community. Um, so they always will have that niche, but yeah, if, if they can become a media enterprise, like, you know, Marvel or Game of Thrones or whatever, then, then it's possible they, they could have breakout characters, but, um, who knows, you know, who knows, you know, so as you, as folks will probably listen to this podcast, we do go on tangents, you know, not necessarily specific to the episode. Um, now, um, so yeah, let's uh, talk about uh, Master Chief. Uh, so he, he removes his uh, emotion suppressor with the help of Cortana because Cortana didn't want to do it. But then um, Halsey said, "Yeah, let him do it." Uh, so he he may be able to help us a little more. Try to figure out what the arc, um, the uh, artifact is. Because the and, thing you have to explain was is that when he tried to use the artifact with Cortana active, it wouldn't work. So it so that's where they sh- then Halsey was like, well, then let him take the emotional chip out or whatever, right? 
don't know. Did anybody else get that? That's what I got, but I could be wrong. I don't know. No, you may be right. I, I, I don't know. Say that again. So what I got was when I was watching is when she got the, she tried to get uh, Master Chief to activate the the artifact again, but it didn't work properly like before. And I think that's the point where Halsey was like, "Okay, we'll let him take out the chip," because there's some kind of interference happening. And I think it's because if Cortana's active in like with him, it interferes with his ability to use the artifact. Or something like that. Did anybody get that? Or are you Barrett? Yeah, you haven't said anything. I did not get that. But that doesn't mean it wasn't yeah. there. I might have missed it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I could say it would I make thought I sense. thought it was I thought it was so it it would be able for him to actually understand the dreams. And so yeah, let him let him pull it out. But I don't know. I was but wondering I, if it was going to be a way for her to control him better when Cortana is in there because now he has emotions. It's it'll be easier to, I don't know, affect him. Hmm. Maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, and it does explain why they become good friends in the video game and, and almost like a love story too. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. Right. Well, Cortana's going to have to get freedom from Halsey as well, right? Because right now she's controlled by Halsey. So eventually, I assume we'll see something like that as well. Yeah, my guess, based off of what, how the video game is, and, and maybe a little um, uh, searching around on the web, you know, and reviews and stuff, my guess is, is that she'll eventually... Cortana will eventually, if not betray Halsey, I don't think she'll betray Halsey, but she will decide to that Master Chief is the person that she will be loyal to first. That's my feeling. That's what's yeah, going to happen. I would agree. Um, so, yeah, so I, I like the scene when he walked around the city um with emotions now, because now, he, now he's you know just like any regular human being when it comes to feelings. Yeah, it was um, neat because he didn't even have to talk for you to see it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that was well staged, and for that reason, it would have been very easy for him to say something and ruin it. Yep. Uh, right. As opposed to just let the actor carry it through. Yeah, emo. What's the word I'm looking for? Emo. Emo. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Emote. Thank you. That's what I'm looking for. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. And 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 the way they they filmed what he was looking at was pretty awesome too because it, it showed what he was feeling like like when he sees the the couple on the on the train or or subway kiss uh, and be playful with each other and then when he sees the dog and then when he takes the the ball and hands it to tosses it to the boy and then you know listening to the music for the the two celloists and stuff so you know and so they framed what he was seeing really well as well yeah. as the emoting by the actor so so it was well done in all ways i think um and i, I think it was very effective yeah um, and then that's when he 
uses his own emotions to decide to go back to the artifact and see what he he's seen and really understand what it was. And and that's when the the end twist which is those thoughts were actually mine, now I feel them rather than just see them. And it was when I was a kid and there was a the artifact was there on the planet where I grew up and it is the just a piece of a bigger artifact you know so um i thought that i thought that was kind of good and um so yeah so they're gonna head out and then halsey agreed to go or wants to go as well and at first halsey it was funny too when halsey was talking to him and he's telling her all this stuff it was almost like she was just faking like, Oh really? Oh, gee, I didn't know any of this. Oh, really? <laughs> um, so I, I, because I said, I think she was already notified and, and what Katana had told her. Right. And she was just doing the pretend. I don't know. Oh, this is all new to me, but I don't know. Um, let's see. What else did we want to talk about? Is there anything else in this episode that was, that we want to, so up. what about the Covenant Girls origin story? Yeah, let's talk about that. So she is on another one of those colony-type planets. This, this one's like a waste um, refuge mining colony-type thing. And everybody there is, is like slaves for the government, which is the U. I guess I'm assuming is the UNS see or, or maybe just some pirates I, I we're not really told and she and this little boy are and you know she's a girl at the time um i just like uh in other words she, she was kind of created to be evil right i mean am, am i wrong to say that i don't know because of her childhood mm-hmm. Um, she was raised indoctrinated, I think, in the, in their culture, you know, same as if, um, you know, someone was adopted by the Nazis, you know, it's and raised by them. So, yeah, I mean, we don't know if she she evil. I mean, sure. She murdered a bunch of people, but they're also (laughs) enemy, but they're also enemy soldiers. Right. And they're in the middle of a war. Mm So that, that becomes a lot more debatable i i just am stuck on on the plan because they know where miranda is her plan is to go back to miranda what's i i don't understand let's see from last week my sense was that she was going to insert herself back with the humans somehow you mean, you mean madrigal right isn't it the planet called yeah. madrigal uh, madrigal right sorry yeah. um and she was supposed to. I, that was a surprise, right? Because she was supposed to insert herself with the humans, but she didn't. Right. She just showed up, you know, in the you know, in the Nazi tank. You know, <laughs> hey there, please help uh, me. And then murdered everybody. It's like, well, there goes your cover. <laughs> so I, I really have no idea what she's trying to do. What? Why that? I, I maybe maybe I was wrong. 
Maybe there wasn't an intention to do some sort of ruse of inserting yourself back among the humans. Maybe it was more of a, I am going to have to take care of things myself. I, I don't kill everyone in my way. <laughs> and she has like crazy laser finger. Yeah. What was that? You don't have one? No, I don't. <laughs> I'd like to. Oh, I don't okay. because I ca- cause myself more injuries, but <laughs> well, uh, and, yeah, go on. yeah, I'm just, I'm just I'm assuming it's a, a, a weapon implant of some sort, but you know, it's better technology than we have. I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah. By we, I mean the, the, the humans have, obviously they have better technology than you and I do. Cause we're right. still using right. Skype. Well, it, yeah, that's true. But well, at least we're using Zoom today. Um, but again, though, that that could be one of the issues that uh, I've mentioned a couple of times, which is they do things or show things without explaining them in the show, as if you already either know or something. I don't know. Am I, am I wrong to think that about what? About well, like like all right, you know, I, I mentioned. Uh, like you mentioned the um the or Sean I should say you should mention that the power in her finger, right? That that wasn't explain that wasn't like a um Chekhov's gun earlier in the in episode one or two. So it just appeared out of nowhere, just like she controlled all the 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 worms, just appeared out of nowhere. And so if you're watching it, you go, Okay, so what are these worms? How did she what's this power? It's, I, I think we're, we're still in episode three of the series, so I take it a lot of stuff to be introductory, to show you, you know, sort of like the odd job hat, right? So in Goldfinger, where they make sure for no particularly good reason whatsoever, Goldfinger's henchman odd job flings his hat at a statue to, to sever its head, just so you know that it's there for later in the movie. Right. And I, and I've, I think we're still in this... Um, getting to know you phase of this, this experience um, where we're learning what everybody has, what everybody can do. And I don't know if it's going to come up again later. Uh, it yeah. might, or if it's just, you know, Hey, here's a cool thing that these soldiers can do. Right. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's a good question. Um, But yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe things will be explained as as their, uh, the the movie goes, or I should say, the TV series goes. Well, this is the part where they can take all out all the Quan stuff and spend that time doing that. That would be good. Agreed. Yes, that would be great. Yeah. yeah and, well, and, and, you know, here, go on. Hey, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I read a number of reviews about the episode because I wanted to understand some of these things a little better, like, like you know, the worms and stuff, because I, I completely forgot about the hunters because um, it's been like four to five years. But um, all the reviews I did read basically said the same thing you said, Sean, and you, Barrett, which is the coin stuff is unnecessary and, and no one cares about it. Maybe not as Like, I have nothing against that. the actress. She's fine. But that character is just a waste. Yep. It's a, yeah. It's and, a, yeah. Go on. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, and it goes, there's repeating. Uh, just, I know a lot of people have trouble separating 
reality from fiction. If the character is not interesting to you, if you do not like that storyline, it is not the actress's fault. The actress is not the character. The actress is not ruining the show. The actress is doing what she's paid to do. Please do not harass the actress. Exactly. Right. Or, exactly. or, or the guy that plays Soren either. But the 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 issue, I guess, is um, it's just um, not really part of the Halo. I mean, I guess yeah. You know, I mean, it's Halo in the sense it's in the show, but I mean, people aren't watching the show for that storyline. I would think. Uh, you know, I mean, well, at least the people who are fans of the game. Now, if you're going in blind. You don't know anything about the game, then maybe this storyline may be interesting, but I don't know. I don't think it is. I like his old friend, but and he could be yes. interesting, but I don't really need the Quan story. Like I don't know. Like I don't know which audience, like or what they were trying to get get her for. Because again, it, this isn't a show that kids can watch. So I'm not sure who they were trying to target with this storyline. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe if my, my little girls were, were to be able to watch this show, well, uh, you know, I, I mean, they, they would think it's cool. Maybe, maybe it's to draw in a female audience, a, a young girl. Well, in which audience. case you have, know. you have two female Spartans you could be using. Right. Well, that's true. I, I'm not disagreeing. That's what they should have done. You're and, right. And the same thing with Bokeem Woodbine, right? His character. Don't, I don't want. You can't argue that it's to add a, a another racial demo, uh, dimension to it because also you have a black Spartan. So that's all kind of covered on the team, and they could send them off to do their own separate mission. Well, he's going that way if they wanted to do that. Right, right. Um, and said they have these four actors kind of, um, at the moment, filling up scenery, right? They're not really doing much. Now, maybe you, you always have to be careful this early in a show because you don't know what the grand scheme is. You don't know where they're going with it. You don't know what the plan is. It's a big universe. It's a rich universe. They may want to use them to explore it and flesh it out some more. You have these two characters going off in two different directions right now. You have Quan and Covenant Girl going back to Madrigal and then you've got um, Master Chief and his team going to find the other artifact. So they're heading in they, they're, they're heading into two different storylines. They didn't do anything interesting with that one storyline this episode, but like we did enough of Game of Thrones where they're juggling, you know, six or seven storylines in a single episode to know that sometimes there is nothing interesting that happens in a particular in, in, in somebody's storyline. And it wasn't worth having other than the fact that you want to remind people that they're there. So I don't know. I, I agree. I, I didn't find it interesting. I, I actually. Think the idea of the the uh, a Bokeem Woodbine character of the uh, former Spartan, yeah, Soren, or or, or Soren uh, Spartan in training, whatever he was when he defected. I think yep. that's an interesting idea. I think it's more interesting than Quan's character, who um, I don't know what her point serves yet. But just because I don't know what point she has yet, doesn't mean that she won't serve a point. Sure, sure. She gets to be angsty and be rude to people. Well, that's, that's true. 
that that's always good. <laughs> right, right, and it's a teenager for you or, or a young kid, but um, maybe that storyline will turn awesome. You know, when they get the magical and there's a, a revolution and the covenant show up, and or 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 that covenant girl shows up or woman, whatever you want to call her, and uh, or when she faces the the new leader or something. But again, um, what I I want to see is is the the Covenant versus the Spartans and head, head to the Halo and and fight for for power over that, you know, and then the Flood show up and, you know, I don't know. But, but again, um, all in all, we're not alone. Like I said, I read a lot of reviews and almost all the reviews said this episode was great except for Quan's story. So, and Soren just happens to be stuck in the Quan story. In the Quan story. Right, right. You know, because like you said, Mike, that's kind of an interesting idea. A former Spartan or Spartan training who is not one anymore and, and you know, similar to like a hand Solo or something, you know, and that would be kind of curious and interesting. But again, he's stuck in the Quan story, which um, we're, you know, we're, you know, we're not alone. We're, there's something about it that's not enjoyable for a lot of people. Is basically what it, what it is. Well, I mean, I don't I'm, I don't want to be unfair because I'm not that into it either. But it's also, hey, we are we're we're we tuned in to see Halo, right? And like I just said, I have only played the first game. That was ten years ago. I am not as invested in the Halo part of Halo as everybody else might be, and I'm certainly probably therefore more open to doing something new and different. That said, I don't find this compelling. Right. Okay. That's that. That's a well said. That's that's an excellent way to put it because you, you're coming from a certain perspective, and you're you're more open for something new. But this version of the something new isn't compelling to to you, and and I think you're not alone. That's, not at the I moment. I, I think yeah. it has potential. I, I I don't think I think I complained about it last week. Was hey, let's. Um, let's let's introduce the storyline and then dump the character off on her own side story. And in fact, felt like they were just dumping her all together. Right. It felt like a waste of time. And this hasn't been any better. So, yep. but at the same time, they've hired Bokeem Woodbine, right? So I thought maybe last week that was just a cameo appearance or like a guest star role. Obviously, he's back this episode. He'll be back. If not next episode, then certainly another episode down in the future. And if you're going to get an actor like him, then you're going to pay him to do this role. Clearly, they have something important for the storyline going forward. Right, right. I mean, it's not he's not like an A-lister, but but he's big enough that that they felt uh, an experienced actor would be fitting for for that, for that specific role uh, or, yes. or someone that at least people know of. Did we lose somebody? Is somebody asleep? No, I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say that I, I enjoy uh, Bokeem uh, for like his stuff in Sopranos or in Fargo. That shows just like the range of what he can do. So it seems latching him with the Quan character, I'm not sure if it like, it almost feels like it's bringing down <laughs> what his character can be, if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah, because right now he's really just a uh, babysitter. 
right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but as Mike said, you know, uh, we still have episodes to go, so maybe, maybe uh, something will happen. And and even if that storyline is not compelling, there still could be some cool action scenes, especially if there's uh, Covenant invaders on Madrigal and, and Soren just happens to be there when it happens, you know, so we'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, if, if, if we could, could uh, choose the story ourselves, we, we would say, all right, let's just follow Master Chief and Cortana and Halsey and see what's going on over there. That's kind of more interesting. Um, now, are they bringing the artifact with them? I don't think they are, right? Because that's why Keyes' daughter is going to be able to, I guess, do research on it, or is she just going to be sneaking into Halsey's database? Did people get under, uh, figure that out? Ah, uh, good question. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know. Part of me would think they would bring it with them too, because you can't have the dramatic moment where the artifact, yeah, I know, you know like explodes, interacts with everything if you've left it back in cold storage with the like, Ark of the Covenant. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I, I would figure that, that that it would be on on board as well. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, anything else that we wanted to bring up? Did we miss any parts? I mean, <laughs> there's really uh, three scenes. Uh, oh, let me rephrase. Three storylines. Um, Cortana, Master Chief, and Halsey. That's one storyline. Um, Squan and and uh, Soren. <coughs> and then, of course, um, the Covenant Woman story and i think that's it right those are just three major stories for that episode yeah i mean i think you could make an argument that um you have a little bit there with halsey you have the um question of the whole backstory that they're they're talking about how uh when halsey was talking to herself that she mentions was it 35 the spartans survived and that was about half. So, so they they killed a whole bunch of children for this program. All right, right. That's a fair point. Yeah. So it, it kind of gives us a little more backstory about the um, immoral, um, I guess, or, or amoral aspects of, of the character. Well, no, I'll go immoral. Immoral aspects of the character, of policy. Well, just almost overall the the system. Because <laughs> it seems like a yeah. lot, there's a lot of people who are not pleasant people to deal with. <laughs> and, yeah, but yeah. Oh, go on. And they say that part of the reason they she made Cortana was to, to hide, you know, if the truth is ever found out about what they did to cover it up. So, right. yeah, there, there's some mystery there, which is why I'm thinking she might be the one that destroyed that colony. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, because the virus or whatever, you're right, it could have been a, a government thing that, that did it. And, you know, bioweapon or something. And then or they just said it was escape a... Escape from a Chinese lab somewhere. 
Exactly. That's what I was thinking too. So <laughs> just sent people in and just killed them. Right. Yeah, but 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 the story was is that it was a a virus, right? That came from a plant, uh, from something, whether it was a ship that came down or a meteor or something. So, but you're right. I mean, they could just be saying that, and it was actually bullets, you know. <laughs> but we're gonna find out next week, probably, because I figure they're gonna they're gonna get to the planet next week. But you never know. They, they, and there may be one of those journeys where the next episode is just the journey to the planet there. So who knows? Well, you got to wonder, cause we're already a third of the way through, right? There's only nine episodes, so you can't well, have two. Act one, act two, act three. Filler. Right. Act one, right. act two, okay. act three. We, we are, we are, the journey has begun. Yep. Right. They are heading to the place where they're going to go. And we're going to spend probably, if you follow, if, if that's right, if it's beginning, middle end. So then we're going to, going to um what was I going to say we're going to spend some time there for the next episode or 3 and then that's going to where they they will find the path the truth of the artifact and what they do and it'll just take us off to uh to the ring where we're going to spend the last three episodes that that would be my guess right yeah yeah i, w- I would think so because I mean, they could have made this assuming they were going to have a season two, but they also could have made this a standalone as well. Um, I think just about everybody makes things assuming there's a season two now. Yeah, that's uh, true. Which which kind of sucks. Um, Like I I mentioned, I think last week, the TV show Severance just had its uh, season finale, which I thought was really good. But yeah, absolutely. This ends on a on a not a cliffhanger, but doesn't resolve anything. It ends with a to be continued, and that's kind of like, uh, how, how dare you? Especially, and, but I'm guessing that they have a contract for more than two seasons, right? Yep. Um, so yeah, we'll figure out um, if they do land up um, at Halo in episode nine or will they be there like you said mike uh there on seven or penultimate episode and then determine um what they actually um happens there and i assume there'll be some action scenes too battle scenes between the covenant as well so um also i'm curious if, if uh the spartan like the red-headed girl woman if she if she and all them were going to go with them to the planet too, or if it's just Halsey and Cortana and Master Chief. I would hope you give him a team, make use of the damn team. Yeah, yeah, same. That's, I would hope as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else anybody want to bring up? Uh, enjoy the music again. So every yeah. episode's got good music. Yeah, th- this episode had the music sounded a little more like like the video game, and and the video game has really great music as well. Um, just search for uh, Halo video game uh, music on or official OST for official soundtrack on YouTube, and it, and all the the music pops up, and it's really good. It's really good stuff. Um, you could you can actually um, just search for 
Halo 4 theme music. And, and, and it's like a three-minute song. It's really awesome. Um, and the special King effects Kong. were, again, great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, it's amazing, um, the special effects that television now can have. Because even and those what, effects for the Legolos um, was pretty yeah. good. It was pretty solid. It was pretty solid, and and even the non CGI stuff is 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 pretty pretty solid stuff too. Like like you know the Master Chief's armor, as you said, Mike, it's not CGI necessarily, and and it looks really good too. So so yeah, it would have been really hard to do that on like the budget of a show like Star Trek: The Next Generation. Um, oh, yeah. It just <laughs> you just you just would not have been able to do that. Um, so that's and the original you, uh, Next Generation, right? Is that the original, or is that the one with with Picard? That's the one with Picard. Gotcha. All right, sorry. Um, and let alone um, the, the CGI. I mean, I understand, especially as, as horror fans, you know, people complain. Oh, I want practical effects, and I always point to you know Robot Monster, which was a guy in a gorilla suit with a fishbowl on his head. Um, you can right. have great, great, and there's a reason everyone always goes back to Rob Boutine and the thing for how great practical effects can be. It's because that was like the pinnacle of practical effects. Right. Um, there's no way you're pulling off uh, the covenant on uh, on a TV budget, even today, using practical effects. You compare the covenant to and those aliens to like Jar Jar Binks uh, in the Phantom Menace, you know, the, we've come so far when it's done well, it's done well. And it opens up so many doors, so much you can do that whole first act in the first episode could not have been done on a TV budget, you know, 20 years ago and could not have been done on a feature film budget 40 years ago. So yeah, God bless the CGI. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, CGI isn't as bad as as people want to hate it. It it actually makes a lot of great great stuff, um, especially like you said, Mike. Uh, as as the time goes by, from Spider Man, the Sam Raimi films, and, and Jar Jar Binks to you know what we see here or what we saw in uh, the Lord of the Rings movies or or Titanic. Or whatever. I mean, it's just amazing um, when it's done really good. And uh, Halo, for sure, is is right there. And and again, that's a TV thing too. They are spending a huge budget for the TV, as we know, for the show. But but um, either way, this is this CGI is as good as you know thirty million dollar movies, uh, if not better. So. Yeah. Well, I would, oh, I would and, like to add. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, when you brought up Titanic, I just wanted to ask a question, because at the start of the episode, when the Covenant forces go and after that planet, why is it that the bad guys are so occupied on killing the king? I know, I thought that was stupid. It's, yeah. it's just like like Titanic running around a sinking ship, I'm going to shoot you. Right, right. Yeah, once once the aliens show up, or, or you know, the unidentified spacecraft yeah they they would have just ignored um the kid and and, and got ready to fight the, the covenant so I, I would concur i i felt that too sean that was interesting sorry to yeah. interrupt you mike yeah mike, what were you saying 
Oh, I was saying just we're talking about the CGI. The worms were also really, really well done. Yeah, yeah. So you he can you might concur with with Sean. The worms are pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about you, Barry? Any further things you want to say? Because you've been quiet for the past five minutes or so. No, I really like the worms too, and you know it was just a cool scene. Yeah, yeah, and and since they've introduced the worms. It'll be, you know, they're going to have them turn into the hunter later in, in the season, you would hope. So that'll be pretty awesome to see how, how that works out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. And despite her plan not making much sense, it was still a cool scene. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was awesome. The whole thing was an awesome set piece, even if <coughs> what we expected her to do was not what she actually did. Um, anything else anybody wanted to bring up? Well, that's quietness. I guess we're pretty much going to wrap it up. So, all right. So let's talk a little bit about our final thoughts. Um, go around one more time. Uh, so Barrett, your final thoughts on the episode. I like the episode. I didn't like the Quan stuff. Um, I'd rather have uh, his old friend be part of the story in a different way. Um, but I know this is going to be part of the storyline because we know that guy was shooting people on the planet. So it's going to be a major thread, unfortunately. Um, so I'm just going to have to accept that. But everything else I really liked. And I thought the, the worms were just really cool to watch killing everybody. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me. Um, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Um, I, I mean, I do like the, the classic Cortana look uh, rather than the AI uh, that weapon looks like, which is what this Cortana looks like. Um, but again, um, the male gaze thing uh, is a little bit out of favor at the moment. So it, it makes sense, um, even if it is somewhat disappointing. Uh, but Cortana was awesome. Uh, it was good to get her finally into the show. Uh, as a result, um, that's probably the reason why I liked this episode the best, uh, even with the issues they have with the Quan storyline. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I think in, I'm thinking next week may be a pretty good episode, especially if they follow the Master Chief story more than the Quan story, because uh, it'll be curious to find the secrets of the planet, why the planet had the quote-unquote disease that killed everybody and of course maybe they'll even uh, find the location of the other part of the artifact uh let's go with you mike yeah uh this was connective tissue um more ligament and tendon than muscle uh you know it's bookkeeping we have to i said from a lot of it very predictable um or not that engaging but it's kind of we need to move the plot along and uh, I imagine if maybe they had a uh, eight episode order instead of nine, that most of this could have been truncated down and put into other episodes uh, and condensed. Um, but, you know, it's it's moving along. It's the end of act one. It feels like and uh, we've got seemingly everything in place now. Master Chief has taken out his chip, had a different one put in. He's got Cortana. And they're heading off to investigate the mystery. So here we go. <laughs> Setting sail. I'm, I'm fine with it. It's okay. Not great, but yeah, it's there. All right, sounds good. Also, not terrible. 
Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And uh, Sean? Uh, yeah, so just, you know, it was, wasn't was a great episode. wasn't a terrible episode. Uh, my things were like the like, Golo worm things were awesome. Special effects and music are awesome. So it's it's nice to see that consistency, and it's a high-level consistency. Um, and I was just hoping that uh, the Quan storyline will get better because I want all the storylines to be successful. Um, and just uh, interested to see what the next uh, part will bring in episode four. All right, sounds good. Uh, so uh, we're one third into uh, the season, as uh, uh, Mike mentioned, and um, and you too, Sean. Uh, so um, next week will be episode four, and it's actually they already released the name of that episode, and that is called Homecoming. Uh, so that that's a good sign because Homecoming obviously means Master Chief going back to uh, the planet where he was as a little boy that we see in the, his dreams from the artifact or flashbacks, we should say. Um, so that's good. Um, the episode comes out on April 14th, 2022. Uh, we are going to record our podcast that on that episode on Monday, the 18th, um, because of the, the holiday Easter weekend, uh, um, we won't be able to record until Monday. And then, uh, our next episode of the podcast will be coming out on August 19th, uh, Tuesday, uh, which we'll talk about episode four. Um, so had you mean there. April, right? Yeah, April. You, you, you said August. Oh, how embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> I, I assume everybody understood that I meant April. Yes. So April 18th is when we will record. And we'll release it April 19th, discussing episode four, which comes out on April 14th. Uh, three days from now, we are recording this on April 11th. And by the time this episode comes out, it'll be April 12th. Um, so, yes, thank you for that correction. Um, all right. So um, that's pretty much it. Once again, email us at uh, darkdiscussions at AOL.com. Put in the subject Cortana or Halo or something like that, Covenant, whatever, and uh, we will read your uh, emails on our podcast. Um, so uh, if we do get emails, we will read them. Um, and uh, until then, I guess, uh, Mike, why don't you lead us out? Mike, why don't you lead us out? Sorry, I was on mute. Thank you once again for listening to Cortana's Communiques, uh, Halo Episode 1.3, Emergence. Uh, tune in next week, and we'll be discussing Episode 1.4, and have a happy Easter.